This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Kia ora and welcome to Health in the Bay, where we highlight the tremendous mahi of the many health-related networks supporting our community. For several years we've been focused on COVID, but other diseases still wreak their havoc none more so than cancer, which is the leading cause of death in New Zealand, with the risk increasing as we get older. So what is cancer, and what can we do upon receiving that diagnosis? Who better than to ask than to my guest today, Pauline Farquhar from the Hawke's Bay branch of the Cancer Society. Pauline, welcome. Thank you for making the time to speak with me today. Thanks for inviting me. It's always nice to come and get our word out there a bit more. Hey, Pauline, what's it, what is cancer and are there different kinds and who gets it? Well, sadly, anyone can get a cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's things we can do to um, lessen the chance of us getting cancer. And I guess that's one part of the Cancer Society's work, which is our community education, health promotion messaging. And I think some of those things we know really well, like Slip, Slop, Slap, which is the program in schools, were helping us with um, melanomas and skin cancers. Yes. And there's we all know how um, what we should do about our eating so eating um healthy all the green colors on the colors um less meat if we can and things like that um so yeah there's things that we can do to reduce our chances of getting cancer you know a biggie for now that we know is alcohol and the harm that alcohol can cause and and its relation to some types of cancer so yep there's those pieces that we do but um, unfortunately anyone can get a cancer diagnosis, which is, I guess, where um, cells just become a little bit sticky and out of control, and they gather up and they form a tumour. So, um, and there's so many different cancer tumours. But, you know, the... um, the tipping point of survival with cancer is much greater than now than ever before. And and I guess that's some of the treatments that we're able to to do now to, to prevent mm. some of the um, cancers progressing on. And and I think it's something also to do with a lot of the um, the uh, preventative stuff and also things like making sure we go for our mammograms and our pro- prostate checks and um, taking part in the bowel screening program. There's lots of happening that can help us with that. But I guess we're heading towards um, a cancer diagnosis of about 25,000 in New Zealand. It's quite high. Coming up, yeah. Mm. And we're looking down the barrel of of reaching in the next um, few years 30,000. Is that caused through the ageing population? Some of it is because mm. of our ageing, the baby mm. boomers ageing population. Um, and I think some of also is that we do a lot more of the early detection. So I think a lot of people in bygone would um, would have died of yes. something with cancer. So yes, it is a yeah. bit of both. So is cancer more of a stop along the way of life's journey and not not a destination for many? (laughs) It is, yes. So we're looking at, I think there's a lot of talk about cancer becoming a chronic illness because we can, um, the survival rates are 
are much better mm. and and also the um, ability to just keep medicating and different yes. things that we can do yeah, yeah. so it, thankfully we are looking at it becoming more of a chronic illness mm. and and um, as I say many people will die of heart but having had prostate cancer and the <laughs> so you die with it die with it yeah Abs- not of it Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are the most, um, I must say the most popular, but the most <laughs> prevalent cancers in, in New Zealand? We have um, our top kind of five, which is mm. breast, mm. Um, prostate cancer, bowel cancer, um, lung cancer, sadly, is coming up quite fast. Is that because of the smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that is because of the smoking. And I guess that's one of the preventative things that yes, we can absolutely. do. And there's many, many more messaging out there. And we're, we're heading to smoke-free 2025. And um, so all those things will help us mm-hmm. um, have better prognosis around those things. Yeah. Do people that... Um that get cancer, do they have to travel out of Hawke's Bay to get their treatments? Some do. I guess the cancer, some of the work we do is around transport to treatment. And we know that this is a biggie for some people. Not only getting to there. So locally we deliver, um, <clears throat> Villa 6 delivers um, chemotherapy. And obviously all the blood tests and x-rays and that can predominantly happen here in Hastings. But when we go towards, if you're part of your treatment plan is radiotherapy, then you will need to go to Palmerston North for that most of the time. So the Cancer Society, we run our um, shuttle service three times a week to Palmerston North. Great. So we collect people from their homes um, early Monday morning and, um, and they can take their, um, someone with them. A, you know, Fano or support person that they'd like to take, and we pick them up in their luggage and 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 take them down to Palmerston North, and usually they stay at Osnum House, which is very close to the hospital, and there they'll do their daily treatments for the okay. week, and then um, we'll go down again on Friday, collect everyone up at lunchtime on Friday, deliver them back to their homes, so they can go back to their own home for the mm, weekend. Makes a huge difference. Absolutely, yeah. it's a it's a real point for some mm. people who, if they couldn't do that, would um, maybe not carrying on their treatment. No, and and we saw that a lot with COVID. Absolutely. So we found that with COVID, people um, generally were um, encouraged to be by themselves down in Palmerston, and um, they'd be lonely. Yeah, they'd be hard going. Very you're hard in a going. very vulnerable situation. And I think Osnum House is a very unique place where it's a community. So mm. you have your own room set. It's not run by us. Mm. You have your own room there and your own ensuite. But the um, cooking, you all cook together. There's many ovens and fridges. and So it's a very community there. And you, people... Um, team up with people and they'll walk up to their treatment and they talk and it's kind of like buddies yeah and sadly it's a knowing club everyone's there for the same reason they're being treated for cancer with radiotherapy Mm. so when that was take stopped because they couldn't do any of the communal living because of covid so everyone was farmed out to different motels and and you had to be on your own um, we found that then people were very reluctant and they couldn't come home on the weekends because mm. it was interregional. And, yes. and at that stage, 
we had probably more cases than Manawatu, so we were trying to manage that. Um, so our team, our supportive care team, um, really stepped up at that time. And although they were working from home, they were doing lots of phone calls to every one of the people that were on their own. And they'd be on the phone to them for an hour or so, just chatting because of that. They were feeling lonely. Because they need support. Yeah. Which which brings me into the next question. What supports are available for um for people when they get diagnosed? So we, um, apart from the transport to treatment, yeah. we have a team that um, go out and um, meet with people in their homes if that works for them. Yeah. Or they can come into our centre in, um, in, uh, over in Hastings. And um, so we kind of just sit with them and, and let them talk about what will be useful for them, what would we do that would add value to their support networks? So some of it is actually I can't get to get to my blood test because mm. I've got no one to take me and I feel a bit insecure about driving. Or it could be that actually um, my body is just aching and it would be lovely just to have some oncology massages. Or it could be I just need someone outside of the family to talk to. Neutral ears. Yes. There's nothing like it. Yes. Yeah. So it is um, around that, uh, or it could be, I just want to um, come to a support group or a workshop around um, sleep and relaxation. You know, mm-hmm. I wake up, go to sleep, wake up at 3am in the morning, and that little chatterbox goes round and round yeah, and round yeah, and round. And round. Yeah. What happens if my treatment doesn't work? What happens if this Mr. Like, What am I going to do that? What am I going to do that? You yes. know? And so it's about sharing tips together in a room around um, how to quieten that little chatterbox up in your head and uh, things like that. um, So we're also able to, in a small way, help people that might be stuck with, um, like, not being able to have um, a prepaid phone to get their their texts for the appointments on. So we're very... um, You're very wrapped around very wraparound and so it's kind of hard to tell one story because there's so many stories yeah I can tell a story about a young Māori guy years ago now well I I always often tell the story that he needed to go to Palmerston or for his treatment very treatable testicular is the treatable you can Mm. be treated and live a long and meaningful life and he he was gonna he had to do that in Palmy but he wasn't going to catch our shuttle because it was too whakamā to do that, you know, body and all the rest of it. And it was like, what will it take for me to, for you, to finish your treatment? What will it take? Young guy, because it's a young disease, and he said, oh, if I drive myself. And I said, well, have you got a car? (laughs) He's like, yeah. And I said, well, why can't you just drive your car, then I'll give you some petrol money. He said, it hasn't got a warrant. And I was like, what does it need to get a warrant? And he was like, it needs a tyre. I said, right. So if we get a (laughs) tyre... You'll get a warrant, and we can get it registered for six months. And will you do your treatment? Yep. Perfect. Got the tire. Got the warrant. He finished his treatment. That is will really wrap around. Yeah. And do we do it for everyone? No, I think it's the only person I bought a tire for. Mm. Um, and I don't want a whole lot of people coming to me. I need tires. Mm. But it is. That's why I love the Cat Society mm. because it's not prescriptive, and everyone's just a little bit different. And you know, I've had many families tell me we we do some loan equipment, mm. and the biggest one for us is that our Lazy Boy chairs. Oh, absolutely, yes. And for some people, it's what they sleep in. Mm. For some people, that brings them into the lounge to be with their loved ones, whereas they'd be in bed 
down the hallway in their bedroom. Yeah, isolated. Yeah. And also missing out on their family time. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes when we do the loan the lazy boy chair, mm. they, you know, you they say, oh, my God, this is life-changing. Yes, And it is. for us it's like it's a lazy boy chair. But for them it is totally life-changing. And so for some families a lazy boy for the last weeks or months of their lives is everything. Mm. And we do that, and that's really humbling when we go and drop off a lazy boy and and sad when we go and pick it up again later, but knowing Mm. that that's changed people's lives. So those are the bits that's like just so wonderful. And uh, what sort of – you have support groups? Yeah, we do have some workshops, Mm. um, and those have been on hold because of COVID. And, and in fact, the Cancer Society has only recently actually opened the centre for everyone again. We kept it very um, – like it – we worked from there on a skeleton crew, and like everybody, yes, those, we had to be those protocols that you have to yeah. have. Yeah. So we're just starting to think about those workshops again. We took a lot online, which mm. people love, but there's also those restorative yoga and those soft kind of movements that people like to do together. And also, it's the um, personal interaction that's yeah. huge. I've yeah. been to one of those in my in my other life because I've got blood cancer, and it was. Fabulous. Yes. Fabulous. Yes. And it's yeah. and there's something about sitting and I've had so many people say there's something about being in a room and that's why it works really well at Osnham House is being a, in a room with other people who have a lived experience of cancer. Absolutely. And it's the club. Sadly, yes. the knowing club. Yeah, I call it the tribe. Everybody yeah. needs their tribe. So yeah. If you've got a diagnosis of X, Y, Z and you've got purple spots, you just need to talk to someone who's got purple spots. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. And then you feel kind of, it's okay, they look fab, and it's very validating. I think it's yeah. very a very powerful process. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, the workshops Great. were um, just starting to kind of get together yeah, again. Yes. We have we find a lot of people are still a little bit anxious about that and because they're highly compromised a yes, lot of people. Yes, absolutely. So they're a little bit worried about that. So we'll just, everyone will do it in their timing. So mm. we're okay with that, really. Mm. And I guess the other one around supportive care is that none of this work would happen <laughs> if we don't fundraise. I was going to ask you, like, who funds you? How do you get your funds? I remember, you know, everybody knows Dafford all day, which we haven't seen for quite some time, thanks to Mr COVID. Yeah. yeah. How do you get your funding? So funding is from fundraising. Yeah. So absolutely. So you're not government day. funded? No, we have very, very little government funding mm. that is more of a reimbursement thing. Yes. So it's um, very haphazard and, and not the case. So, our, you know, our fundraising is, is um, pivotal to our to being able to deliver this service. So Daffodil Day and last year, no, we COVID, um, thankfully, well, interrupted on that. But we took it online and we did, and people were so generous. And so we were very lucky with our Daffodil Day that um, we, you know, we were able to raise similar, a little bit less, but similar money. Our Relay for Life 
is another oh, yes. big event for us. It's huge. It's um, huge. And sadly, that's been... Yes. Um, and we've just recently took that online to Relay Your Way. Yes. And so that was all done in small little family groups. And mm. and we were able to... Um, we were really well supportive with that as well. But we always kind of run at that sort of deficit, um, which we really... Yes, always running backwards, really, aren't you? Panic about a little bit. Yes. But we... Um, the generosity of our community is mm. amazing. And just when I think, oh, something happens and we get left some money or something happens or someone gives us a gift. Mm. And, um, you know, we haven't had to buy a shuttle for the last two shuttles. That's amazing. Because I know that um, a trust will actually come to us and say, look, does your shuttle need updating? And it's like, yep. Mm. And so they'll buy us our shuttle. And it's just amazing, people's generosity. Is amazing. So yeah, but that's you know I I'm a I'm a supportive care person through and through. I so mm-hmm. I've been with the Cancer Society for quite a while, and I started doing supportive care. So I held a clinical caseload with working with people, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of got you know became the leader, then the manager, and all the rest of it. But um, so I I kind of live and breathe it, supportive care for me. I think that's, and I always say, it's the heart. It is the, the heart. It's, it's the whole the nucleus. whole heart, yes. And then, and then when my fundraising colleagues look at me and I say, and of course fundraising is the blood that keeps the heart pumping. <laughs> yes. So I have this thing, it's the, 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 definitely the, the blood and the, um, and the community education and everything like that. That's kind of the legs that keep us going, <laughs> just yes. keep everyone happy, but... It is. We're mm. we're kind of um, known for our um, people recognise our, our kind of supportive care part of our business. Absolutely, because everybody's been touched by it. Yes, there wouldn't be many families in New Zealand that haven't had no, the finger cancer experience. It was one in three. I think we're heading for one in two now. Mm. So it's um, quite it's hugely prevalent, and people don't understand that prevention plays a huge part you know if you eat well exercise just you know just tie down on your drinking somewhat give up those smokes and mm. we you know we're not the killjoy people you know no, like still, we're definitely you know like if um you know you're eating well you know 80 percent of the time and you decide to have fish and chips yeah good once in a while and it's a treat um all good enjoy it and don't beat yourself up about it. But that's not going to be the norm every day. No, and um, no. that Otherwise, is you'll things, be knocking on your door. Yeah. yeah. It's like those things are yeah. not okay. Yeah. So how do people find you? Do they, if, if I was newly diagnosed, would someone say, oh, go and see the Cancer Society? Is that I what happens? I really hope someone mm. would do that. Yes. Sadly, that's not always the case. And, mm. and I think that's one of the things that I really work hard on is um, – that we just can't contact people. So we don't get a list of names no, every week. No, the petty doctors don't actually, as when they diagnose someone and have been through this process, that they don't say, here's your support network. They will look after you. They will give you the life hacks. They will support you. I'll do the clinical stuff, but these people will actually allow you to have a life. Yeah, they don't that would do be that. that would be perfect for me. They would be perfect. Yeah. So sadly, there are a lot of people that struggle through, yes. and then we may they may kind of come to us very late in the piece. 
i.e. to get the lazy boy chair because they've heard that we might loan someone and that they're very much down a different end of their their experience. And and it's sad when they say to us, um, gosh, I wish I'd known about you earlier. Yeah, yes, exactly that. Gosh, I wish you had of. Because there's all sorts of um, impacts from having a cancer diagnosis, including the financial, which can be utterly devastating. And so there are ways and means, aren't there, of getting support around that. Absolutely. And the transport and the... And the transport. And also, sometimes we actually support um, the significant loved one. We may, Absolutely. You know, the, the person who has cancer are very focused on their medical journey. Or they're on a mission. What, they're on a mish. They're, they're on, on a mish. A, they're on a mish. And they're doing that, that, yes. that ride. And, and it's often the other person that's like really, really struggling. They're floundering because and, they don't have support. Yeah. They're doing it and they've got the fears. They have huge amounts of fears, and often they're not actually, sometimes people don't communicate well with each other because they're too frightened to bring up their big fears. They're too frightened to say, I'm scared I'm going to lose you, and the other one doesn't want to hear it, and so it's we we hear that. And I think because we want to protect the ones we love, so we don't say stuff, which is one of the benefits of neutral ears, but you need to talk. Yes. You do need to share all that stuff and do a bit yeah. of planning and also get help. Yeah. So when where are people able to find you to get that so help? So um, like if you haven't been referred by the oncologist or your GP practice or anybody along that way, um, you can find us at 310 Orchard Road, which yes. is at the back of the hospital by in the Little Elms building. Yes. And always just give us a call on 876 7638 um, and you'll get us there um, you know the, we've got a, um, the Cancer Society of New Zealand which we sit under we've got a web page so you can find us on that um, don't get distracted with googling what your diagnosis is or your no, treatment don't go there. don't go there do just not look, go there no just look for the Cancer Society's web page and get to someone that can actually um, support you with the right information and at the right time. Yes, and clinically valid information. That's the one. And that wraparound stuff that we love so well, it keeps us together as a person. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. Well, Pauline, it's been fabulous talking to you. So thank you so much. And um, and thank you um, to our listeners. And I look forward to your joining me next month. Until then, take care. Wash your hands, wear that mask, get that jab, go gently. Arahanui. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.